Hey, 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 folks. This is your boy, Cam, a.k.a. the Gym Master. We also have my boy, DJ, not yes, the guy from Hustle and Flow. Come <laughs> home, skinny man. Come home, man. Come on, man. <laughs> and oh, this man. is... Food! And... Mayhem! We got I don't know. I don't know why we not. We're never in unison. Mom, mom, get in unison. Is, it's it's because we are technically still before we get the studio space. We are still online on a third party. But the moment we get into a studio space together, we're gonna be on the same page. We can scream it out as loud as we we want, so we're not blowing out you know people's eardrums or car speakers, and they're gonna get mad at us. Be like, oh, my insurance claim. Yeah, no, mm. no we're gonna we're gonna get it right. We're gonna get it right. That'd be hilarious. Somebody fucking got into an accident from listening to this podcast. That shit. But, I mean, I wouldn't be, be hilarious. I'm sorry. Okay, it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be but funny. It'd, it'd be a little bit funny. But, you Just know. Just a tad. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would send that article to everyone. That'd be fucking <laughs> hilarious. I'd be like, man, I'm like, I'm not. what I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> our podcast was that good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Oh man, uh, how has work been for you this week? I mean, I know that you've worked a couple of days. I'm tired from 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 running around a whole bunch. I got a lot of stuff going on at my restaurant. Yeah, a couple of days so far. Um, and today, uh, I don't know what it's looking like work wise. Like how many we have on the books or anything like that. I don't know. I've always been like it. It depends. Like, cause some days I'll go and I'll be like. Let me let me check to see what's on the books, and then some days I'm like I'm like you know what let me just let me just like see let me just fucking just let it happen just let it be not like be stressing about how many people are coming in or if I'm gonna have a, a you know a, a big table like a ten top or some shit and make some money let me just let it be you know because I, I don't know man like like sometimes it could be stressful man it, you oh, yeah. Know, you know, it could be it could be really stressful. Man, I mean, I'm it's so funny when you're like on the books because I'm like, oh great, I don't even work in that type of environment anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, shoot, I remember when I uh, going into work at Disney at Toledo. Um, I, I worked at Toledo, like pretty much a four star restaurant, top of Coronado Springs. Yeah. You know, got to uh, wear suit what, ties stuff like now, that. Now, can you, can you be a little bit more? I mean, you know, we're. We some of us have been to Disney. We're 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 not that familiar with the uh, with some of these restaurants. A lot of us. I mean, I know there are a lot of Disney right, right. out here, but you know. well, so Toledo is going to be more of your fine dining experience. It's going mm-hmm. to be like a steak, seafood, tapas restaurant. Um, so you you're expecting a lot of people to come in for, you know business meetings at times. Okay. okay. Um, you know, a lot of anniversaries, a lot of honeymoons big birthday dinners and it's a very very beautiful rooftop uh when i say rooftop it's on the top floor and you can see out over most all of disney worlds you can see magic oh, okay. kingdom in the distance oh, you can, you can see the it overlooks hollywood studios yeah you see the castle it's like it's like very very small in the distance because the magic kingdom's way off in the distance compared to all the other parks um and is then you got a castle like, for ants <laughs> yeah and then you get up there you're like why are all these people here what is this cult but yeah, man, um, we get we get in a lot of times. Oh, oh, and it overlooked like our little lake because we had like a lake on the oh, on okay. the property, which was really nice. 
Um, but again, I'd be all tired. I'm like, man, I'm not really trying to do this. You know, clock in at like four or whatever. Um, and they're like, yeah, we have like 600 something on the books. I'm like, bro, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> Cause, cause you just, you're what just rotating. Fuck? You're just rotating through people, man. And yeah. the only problem that I had was damn kids. I know it's Disney. I get it. But for me, when I go to a nicer place, especially if it's like somewhere for like a honeymoon or whatever, and it's like they kids running around, fingers. And you know these parents, man, they don't care. They don't care that their kids are yeah. running around and like Not you got people. Like, man, we had some Disney executives at Fuck a table, and then dudes. they had we sat like a like a five top, and then had like mm-hmm. two toddlers and like a four year old, and kids are screaming. I'm like, bro, we got God. Disney execs Damn. right here. What yeah. what the fuck are we doing? You know, so. I don't know, man. Like, I like fine dining. Maybe not in that environment. I mean, even like the most fine dining experience that's affordable at Disney would be like California Grill at the Contemporary, which is like the hotel that overlooks. Like, you can see all the Magic Kingdom, like all that, like mm-hmm. you know, castle, everything. Mm-hmm. It's right there, perfect for fireworks and stuff. Really great for anniversaries or whatever. But there's still kids running around. I'm like, man. So, like, if you want that experience and you're a Disney adult or just someone that likes Disney or whatever, just putting it on the podcast right now, if you have the money, Victorian and Alberts, are you going to be spending thousands of dollars for a, like, five-course meal? Yes. Yes, you are. But there's not going to be kids there. So if you got the bread, do it. Now, now, are you are we paying thousands and thousands of dollars for at your, at your spot, Cam? I know you want to want to keep that a... Uh, you know, keep that on the low where you where you work. So, uh, are you spending a lot of money? Yeah. Now, yeah. what's like? The I mean, spot? yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, man. Probably like average, like just like a two, like like two people or something like that. Probably like one eighty to two hundred. So, see, yeah. see, that's nice, man. You're making bank. Yeah, I would hope so. so at least. I mean, you, I mean, you never know, man. Because like the, you talking about downtown in the city, you getting some working class folks, you know, that's not making like a shit ton. Some people are, I mean, you got some law offices and whatnot around, right. you know, little corporate corporate offices and shit, but you got some working class folks that really can't afford, you know, shit like that. So sometimes it's hit or miss. Yeah, living you above their means. Yeah, man, trying to bring a girl what's, in. And what's be the like, best hey, thing on the menu? And then be like, damn, I mean, what's 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 all right here? I mean, what's, yeah, what's the cheapest thing on the fucking menu? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's this number next to the fucking eight? Oh, what is that? What does the MKT mean next to this this item? Is that is that like free? No, no, sir. That's market price. Market price, <laughs> like a supermarket? No, bitch. <laughs> it's like nah, nah, man. It's uh, that steak you're looking at right there is about five hundred dollars. I'm I'm kidding though, because I don't mind like educating somebody if they don't know. Because I mean, I know some people don't, you know, they might. Yeah, they, they, they didn't like grow that. up with that, you know. Yeah. They, Maybe they finally made some money, and they're like, "All right, cool. I want to. I want to, you know, go out and do something nice." And or and a lot of people, again, they don't work in the restaurant industry like we do, um, or even if they have, they don't go out as much like that. They're going to these bars or whatever. They're spending their money strictly just to get drunk and not on like fine dining experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for for a place like where you work, or even like anywhere like any steakhouse or really nice seafood uh, restaurant um, or just even like entertainment places. 
Um, when I say entertainment, I mean more of like the high end entertainment, not like the top golf entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you you see a lot of these bigger prices, and people aren't used to that. And let's face it, man. I mean, most Americans are averaging about what the was it, it is like thirty thousand, thirty five thousand annually. So like, yeah, I'd say somewhere around that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not expecting anyone to really just be balling like that i mean no. for for us growing up in the suburbs of metro atlanta there's already more money in the suburbs than there are here in atlanta than a lot of cities around this country and definitely a lot of cities in the world so yeah. people just aren't educated on that yeah man um i didn't i didn't like growing up i think I don't know. I didn't. I didn't go to a lot of like fine dining places. I mean, I've been. I went to a couple. You know what I'm saying on some special occasions, like you know graduations and shit like that, or like a wedding or something like that. But other than that, man, I've only been to shit. I've only been to like three weddings in my life. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I've been like two, and I've been to three as well. I've only been to three. I'm going to one this weekend, and I got two more to go to um, this year, but. Yeah, for when it comes to like dining experiences, and whatnot, I, shoot, like we go to nice places, and whatnot. Um, we go to Houston sometimes. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I've been, yeah, Ruth Chris, and whatnot. Ruth Chris. Yeah. Um, man, um, that I, story about my boy, my bad to interrupt. My boy used to work no, with Chris, and um, this man gonna tell us. He's like, all right, man. He's like, okay, yeah, I get fifty percent off. So you know, we all gonna get half off on our meals. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> so me and my boy, we from out of town. We in Utah. So we come up there, and we like, all right. So we start ordering steaks and you know, little drinks. You know what I'm saying? Little drink. This is what I used to drink. I don't drink anymore, folks. Uh, drinks, fucking sides and shit, dessert. You know, we get the bill. They like, oh yeah, we can only uh, discount your meal. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm like, bro. I don't know, man. I already figured we was going to spend, like, a gang of money on that trip. But it was just like, Jesus. So, so what, was, what was the tab, dog? What was the tab? Oh, no, was it wasn't, it wasn't, like, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, okay. Because I know some people, like, depending on how old you are, like, what your money looks like. It was, like, probably, like, 140. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, that's not... I, you know what I'm saying? That's not too bad, but yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all, bro. I mean, I've spent I've spent more on myself before. I mean, I, do I regret it? I mean, slightly, but not really. Most of that's just like club life, though. You're like, oh yeah, you know, when you're like already drunk and you're drunk as shit, and you're like, oh, let me just buy this bottle real quick, <laughs> and I'm like, I could buy the same bottle for thirty bucks, and I'm I'm paying a hundred, one fifty for it. And part of the section, yeah. Don't don't try to flex out there, people. But um, I mean, that's not too bad. It's pretty good. One, you know, one forty, one fifty. Now I don't know what your money was looking like then, but I mean, I shit, I was still, I was serving, man. This was like uh, probably at this point, this was like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, See, I was doing like I mean, serving is always, you know, it's kept it's kept me afloat, man. Sometimes it's kept right. me, you know, better than a lot of other jobs would. So, I mean, yeah, sometimes you want to kill someone, but I mean, yeah. 
I was surprised yesterday, man. So these people came in. They ordered like uh, these uh, two black women, kind of like middle aged, mm-hmm. whatnot. And uh, they had, I guess, one of the one of their kids or whatever, or yeah. like one of them had three kids, I guess. So you had the auntie and you had the mom. And you could tell, man, they were they were high dollar, bro. They're like, hey, let me get that Casamigos Anejo in my margarita. I want a, sp- a spicy marg or whatever. I'm like, dang. I'm like, you really trying to do Casamigos Anejo in a marg? But hey, I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to question it. You know, you're paying like 22 bucks for a marg. They get three of them. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, we're already at over $60 just on three drinks, pretty much. Damn. Um, everybody else got drinks. Um, they that got, shit is crazy once you think about it. $60 for appetite. three drinks? Bro, That's I'm like, nuts. two ounces of liquor, bro. Poor, bro. Like, are you kidding me? You're paying, man, you're paying for essentially, you know, we, 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 we'll over pour like a little bit or whatever, but not, not, on the, not, not on that stuff. So you're paying, you know, six ounces, 60 bucks, essentially. That's what we're pricing it at. I mean, yeah, you got your, like, your mixtures, whatever, but like, you know, your triple sec if you want to count it. But that's a lot, bro. But if you got money like that, you got money like that. Um, you know, appetizers come out, full meal comes out, like everyone got something. They got like three apps, whatever. Bill comes out, be like, you know, not nothing too crazy, like 150 something. They tip like 50 bucks. I was like, oh, this is different. I'm like, because I, I, you know, I, when 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 our people come in it's really not like that for the most part in my area like i don't know why because there's money out there but like when a lot of black folks and i'm always going to give superior service to everybody i don't care but in my experience at that restaurant i've always been really like the 10 percent or less most times especially on high bills like that so i'm like you know it was really refreshing. I'm like, look at that. Look at that. And they had some really nice kids, too. Them kids were funny. Um, and it was like my last table, too, before I had a meeting. So, oh, just to toot my own horn a little bit, I will be the head social media and graphics guy at, um, at my job now. So on top of here, I mean, because I already have to do graphics and stuff for our podcast anyways, our multiple podcasts. I'm like, cool. I'm just do it all in one day for the rest of the uh you know, for all like the big events like Father's Day or we have this margarita special or Alive in Roswell or whatever. So it's kind of nice. Add a little change to uh, to uh, my pocket so I can spend it all on our stuff, man. So Yeah, man. That's good, man. Congrats. That's a big, yeah, man. It's a big move. The restaurant industry, man. But, you know... Th- there's there's some drama going on this week, man. They had some... Oh, uh, yeah? server and a bartender bro i'm not gonna name names i love everybody that i work with i have zero beef with anyone that i work with which is you know now if they oh, see this would they be upset I'm no, no no not at all oh, because, okay. no no not at all um the only place where i've you know the only two places i haven't had beef with anyone was working at you know at all the restaurants at disney because i didn't really know anyone like that mm-hmm. anyways or i mean it'd be kind of hard for people to really yeah, everyone's nice like there, you know. So it's yeah. hard to hard to beef. I mean, some people would beef, but you know, I'm, I'm chill. It'd be some like petty shit, yeah. right? Yeah, and but for the most part, like everywhere I've worked, I've had a problem with some with like one or a few people or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not the type of guy that's gonna like start some 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 conflict or whatever. 
I try to be fun, whatever. Um, so I really do enjoy working with the people I work with because I like everybody. Everyone's cool. I'm cool with everybody. But, bro, these these two girls are getting out of They hate each other. So one's a mom. She's like a new, newer mom. Okay. She, you know, she's going through a lot of stress. So, like, we're talking about an infant. We're talking about, like, months yeah, old. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. How old is the chick? She's, like, 31. That's not bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's, she's really nice actually and, and whatnot, but and then the other one, um, she's, I think 24, 25, um, okay. you know, she's doing good for herself, got like, you know, has a really nice apartment, mm-hmm. real close, uh, real close to, to just a lot of things in Atlanta and whatnot. Um, she works hard. She's chill for the most part. And she doesn't have but, kids, uh, you say, right? Yeah. No, no. Okay. You know. She has an awesome dog, tell you that. <laughs> Dog's great. Love that dog. Okay. But uh yeah, man, they are they like hardcore beefing. I'm talking like in front of like yes beefing. And I'm like, bro. Now what like, what start what started this? You know what, well, what it, it happened a couple of weeks ago, you know, one of them so one of them said to the or the girl that's the server, she also bartends or whatnot, but mm-hmm. um she's mostly a server. She she what I heard is she said something about how one of the drinks made look like it, it didn't look good. It didn't look right. Of course, Mama Bear gonna be gonna be kind of upset. She's already going through some stuff or whatnot. And I'm sure the drink was fine, but like they're like, oh, the color's wrong. And you know, like over time, it's like these, you know, slight comments or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they worked behind the bar together at one point, oh, and. Shit. and yeah, so one's on service. One's supposed to be on service. One's supposed to be, you know, helping out everybody. Passive-aggressive-ass comments and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, man. So then um, the server that was bartending at the time went to mm-hmm. make a drink. Um, and uh, Mama Bear did not like that. <laughs> did not like it. Like, oh, you don't think I can handle handle service well? You're like, well, I saw the ticket there for like five minutes. And then, yeah. There it is. Yeah, and that's that's what happened. And so... And there's just been some beef, but like they really were going at it the other day, and they're threatening each other and stuff. I was like, "Ooh, like this is like I walked loud, away for that." Get in front of in front of Not people. Like, or... It wasn't like super loud, but you could definitely tell there was some there was like a lot of tension there. Like mm-hmm. not even tension, but like mm-hmm. if you don't get your act together, type stuff. And well, I don't have to do anything, you know. So it it is there's beef there, man. I'm like, oh, it's not good. Now, what kind of person are you now? If they now these are your friends, do you go over there? You try to you try to resolve with with your coworkers, or you just be like, "This is not my battle. This is not my fight." That time, I I chose this is not my battle. It's because I don't know what everyone's going through. Mind you, we are slightly busy, so I got tables yeah. to take care of or not. So I'm gonna make my money first. The money, yeah, the money is first. I'll make my money first. I'm like, y'all go yeah. and be for whatever you want to do and lose out on money. We yeah, come to money, work. Yeah, they not thinking about the money in that instance. Unless somebody, yeah. unless they were fucking with your money, then I get you. Right, you as in, you know, and luckily I didn't have any drinks or anything at the bar, so I'm like, yeah. cool, I'm, I'm straight, I'm good. Um, but I'm like, man, this is like the first time I'm really seeing like some some conflict between between workers where, where mm. I work. Oh, and other than, you know, back of house, so it's like uh, all of the guys from the back of house are like Hispanic, love them. Uh, hey. And then I... One of the dishwashers is is white. Just one of them. Everybody's Hispanic, and then one dishwasher is white. He's like, "Si, señor." Come on, stop. He has some condition. Oh Jesus and Christ! So I don't I don't know what it is, but dude, 
they were threatening to like kill each other. Like they were I, literally threatening. To, yeah, bro. I was like, this about, one of our, one of our the, busiest the days. Dish, the dishwasher and the cook. Yeah, bro. And the cook, mind you, the cook is like the nicest guy ever, and he was he was pissed. He's yeah. like, he's like, I don't feel safe working around this dude. All this stuff. I'm like, bro. I don't know what the I don't know what the the dishwasher said or whatever. And they're you, you know it's the dumbest thing. They're complaining about a fan, like a fan, bro. This mm-hmm. was like, I'm supposed to have this fan because this gets unbearably hot when I'm doing dishes right here. I'm like, well, this man's on grill. Like, I mean, like y'all can't just share the fan. <laughs> you know, make it make sense. But I don't know. They like they were mind you. This is a uh, during Alive and Roswell, so like our busiest day. And I'm like, y'all, y'all better figure it out. Just like go go smoke behind the back or something. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, just smoke a little crack behind the back. Honestly, I think I think that man do be smoking crack. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, not not my place. I don't know what he smokes. I don't really care. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not I'm not, a, I'm not a big smoker, man. I don't smoke. I just, you don't just smoke crack. No, 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 I don't smoke anything really. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not that crack. But oh, oh, hey, hey, Cam, how you doing? Flew to mayhem. Hey, man. That's that mayhem. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mayhem is definitely, definitely happening in our restaurant. But I mean, we're—I feel like we're way better than a lot of restaurants we've worked at, or just a lot of food places in general, man. You think so? What What do you like compared to? Um, I don't really give a fuck. Stockyard. Uh, how you feel about? Bro, we were hiring some questionable people. I think we all know that. So. Uh, you know, I want I want to get on the uh, podcast with one of our uh, our old GMs, and so I can name names, but uh, you know, questionable hires at times. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's she's still my favorite. She's still absolutely like one of my favorite people on earth. So we got to be very secretive on on things because you can't be you know messing with people's monies and livelihoods, especially if uh, if we blow up. <laughs> people be like, hey, 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 don't go on the pod and say whatever. Start next. You know, we're gonna be responsible for tearing down. Whole restaurant chains. No, yeah, I asked one girl to uh, to be on it, and she said she didn't want to. Um, she didn't want to talk. I was like, you don't have to mention the name or where you work. She's just like, nah, I still don't feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to see it and you know tell the management or whatever. I'm like, bro, you can like just come on, man. I'll give you a poo shiesty mask. Poo shiesty mask. You get the poo shiesty. You ain't gotta show your face. <laughs> Back and butt. Back and butt. No. But I don't know, man. Like, a lot of people are afraid to, to talk on things, and especially when it affects your money. So I get it. Um, and maybe some people don't have the filter that we do. I mean, we, we don't have filters, but when it affects our money, we definitely have filters. Yeah. You know, so, like, if someone came up to us and be like, hey, y'all can't cut the curse on the show, we'll give you, like, 10 mil. I'm like, I, I guess we guess we're not cursing on the show. I wouldn't say a curse word ever again. Like, I would just stop using curse words in my, you know, everyday talk. My vernacular has now been cleansed. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, the drama, the drama in restaurants, though, it happens everywhere. Like, so, like, when we were working on Stockyard, because, you know, we don't, we don't care about Stockyard. Well, yeah, screw them. Screw, screw everybody at Stockyard. Don't care. Burning bridges, whatever. Um, dude, yeah. I mean, back house had some problems. Front of house had a lot of problems. There's... There's so much stuff going on in that place, and I don't know how we were how we were keeping that afloat, man. No, nah, really yeah, not. I mean it. I mean the the place 
I mean, folks, this this place was not really getting that much business. I mean, we were barely. I mean, we were making our money. I guess just because especially the, around the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the clientele was straight because I mean, the food was the food wasn't bad. Because the people it wasn't great. The people in the uh, in that area definitely had a little bit of money. East Cobb area, so. Yeah, man, that East Cobb, East Cobb snobs, man, they make money. They make money over there. That's a lot of old money too. Mm-hmm. And so you know they'll spend it and they'll they'll take time and they'll you know then there's some good regulars that would come by, especially when I was bartending or whatnot. But uh, oh man, I remember that dude, man, that dude. That... <laughs> he would always get the Miller Lite. Oh man, hey bro. <laughs> And something something bad happened, like nah, his family nah, was, one time. Was, no, I'm gonna tell you, terrible. it was it terrible. Was. But like he was really drunk, and he was just like, "Can I get some beer?" So we we hooked him up, and we we bagged him a bunch of uh, Miller Lights. Yeah, in bro. A paper. I don't know why we put them in a paper bag, <laughs> <laughs> and they all fell out on the ground, <laughs> and they all fell out. It was just beer and glass everywhere. He's like, oh, man. He's like, oh, fuck. Uh, shit, sorry. Oh, man, all the beer. I was just like, and then we we gave him more. I don't know what. <laughs> giving, giving away stuff, bro. Mind you, the amount of stuff we were just giving away there, like, it was, it was bad. It was terrible. Yeah, like, man. You know how I many, bro, we were taking, like, hella shots during the shift, after the shift. Bro, I, I mean, shoot, we were going through Jameson like it was water. Jameson's not even, that, you know, Jameson's not necessarily cheap. I'm like, bro, why are we getting so much Jameson? And you know what's funny? No one ordered Jameson. Mm-mm. I'm like, if anyone, like, actually looked management-wise, because when I started managing, I was like, oh, no one does anything. I'm like I'm like no one actually does like the liquor inventory and then goes back into the system to check are we actually selling Jameson? Like we were just ordering bottles of Jameson, then no no orders ever with Jameson. We didn't even have a drink with Jameson in it. Uh, you know we're getting going like let me order three bottles of Jameson, all for our personal use pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, what was that guy's name? I can't remember. Um, he he had something really tragic happen. Uh, he lost his uh. His dad, uh, his dad uh, passed away. He had old age, you know. He had had some stuff going on, um, and so uh, rest in peace to that man. But like, dude, he was he was an emotional wreck. He would come in all the times. So it would be like Saturdays, like Saturday nights, or whatever. No, this man's and, mission, like he would like. So this is what he would do. He oh, would and he would, he would get away from his wife. Two, yeah, he'd go to two or three other bars. Like he literally would do this, like probably like two two or three times out of the week he would go our restaurant and then he would go to like two or three other bars and i think i think he was just taking an uber he's i think he was pretty good yeah, no, he, 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 he was being he was being safe but this man was getting fucked up to avoid yeah and, he, and he's he, yeah he was he's like i don't want to talk to my wife about anything he's like my my daughter and all that. i'm like you know and that's that's another thing man when you're in the service industry you're especially as a bartender you are a therapist that just hands out drinks you're a therapist that hands out truth serum man yeah, so people, people telling you a bunch of shit that you don't want to hear at all and then you have to nod your head and be like yeah you want another one yeah okay he's <laughs> like it'll be all right here's a shot on me and then they buy two more shots 
Bro, oh man, I was I was outside bar for Alive in Roswell, and bro, this is crazy. <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. So we're busy. I'm you know pouring liquor. I'm I'm grabbing hard seltzers or whatever. You know popping beer cans. Yeah. This girl comes up and she was waiting in line for a little bit. and She just starts bawling, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, are you good? I'm like, are you okay? Does anyone hurt you? Whatever. She's like, I'm I'm good. I'm, she's like, can I just get like you know, three high noons and all this stuff. I'm like, are you, are you sure? She's like, well, he's like, so it's a high noon. It's a, it's a seltzer. So it's a hard, it's like a vodka seltzer. It's pretty good too. So uh high noon, if you want to sponsor us, I do enjoy what's your the, drink. What's the percentage on that? Uh, I don't know. I got to check. I want to say it's like probably like 10 or something like that. High noon. So it's, you so it's like stronger than a white claw. Yeah. Yeah. In oh, my okay. opinion, it's stronger than a white claw. Oh, okay. 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 But um, yeah. So she's she's crying and whatnot, and I'm like, okay, well, all right, what's what's going on? Like, let me help you out. What's going on? You know, yeah. I'll toss her a free drink or whatever. It's like pretty serious. She's like, so my, so so my boyfriend. We've been talking for a while. And immediately, I'm like, ah, okay. So you probably just broke up with you, whatever. Cool. Um, he's like, you know, we're, we're you know just newly got in the relationship. I'm like, you really working worried about that? But um, so anyways. Newly got in the relationship, whatnot, and um, she's like, so he's been sleeping with this other other woman. I was like, oh, I'm like, that's I'm so sorry to hear that. And then it just got worse. <laughs> he's like, yeah, they've been sleeping for like the past eight months since we've been talking. I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, she's known. She's known the entire no, time. She, no, she, she didn't just know. found out. Yeah, no, she just found oh, out okay. that day. And then it got worse. <laughs> it's like she's married. I was like, oh, oh my, oh, that's oh, this is not good. She has three kids. Oh my gosh! Mm, <laughs> like, juicy. She, she's been in this relationship. She's like she's been in her relationship or her marriage for twelve years. I'm like, oh my goodness! Yeah. Damn, so, and they only been in a relationship for, for how long? 20, she was twenty, like twenty two, twenty three, and so her her boyfriend was messing with this married woman. So the for, lady like like late thirties, early forties, or something. Like yeah, that. like I think like early forties or whatever. And I'm like, that's horrible. I poured her two shots, gave it to her. Her mom was there too. Oh, oh, and mind you, and she's like, and the reason I found out was because he's with her at this event. And I'm like, that's crazy. That first of all, he didn't go with you. Second of all, and I'm like, man, she's just, she's just like crying and laughing because she just couldn't comprehend that like that was happening. So I gave her two shots, one for her, one for her mom. Gave them their drinks or whatever, and I was like, "That's wild, bro!" Like people do some shady stuff, and it's just that type of stories we hear in the restaurant industry, man. I that's 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 ain't shit though. Like I've never, I don't know, man. That's that's risky in itself. You're like you're gonna go with not your girlfriend, but the person you've been sleeping with that's married and has three kids to the same event, though. Hey, man. That, shoot, I mean. That lady probably like sex deprived and just horny, and he's just like he probably <laughs> loved that shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I think that's probably the case, man. That's probably the case. I don't get it. And is and that girl, she probably is not giving him what he wants, which is not an excuse to go cheat on her with a, a married woman with three kids. It's terrible. <laughs> and I'm sorry that young lady had to go through that. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry too. I get I I I pulled up them shots, made them heavy. I'm like, cool. so she she broke she broke it off with him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Her mom, uh, you know, like, some some women will be like, ah, I'll give you another chance. You nah, know her mom, her mom was like, it's gonna be okay. It's oh, gonna... the mom was there. The mom was there too. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like she's going through it. Yeah, that's that's tough, bro. The the stories that we have to hear. And then we have to just act like it's okay. And so the moment they left, I started laughing my ass off. It was horrible. The fact that I was laughing so hard, like it took everything in me not to like just burst out laughing because I felt bad. But I'm also like, why are you telling me this right now? And I asked, I asked, I did ask. So that's what I get. So ma'am, if you ever hear this, just know we all, as a collective group at the restaurant, thought of you the other day and wanted to make sure that you were doing okay. It's horrible stuff, man. Horrible stuff that happens in Roswell. Also, man, the, like a lot of these places in Roswell, dude, like the people there are interesting. Tell you that. How so? Uh, definitely, definitely a lot of swingers that want to come by. I tell you that, like. Have you ever had like a couple ask you like, yeah, so uh, what are you, what are your plans after this? You know, are you trying to do anything after work? Yeah, no, I don't think so. And I've I've been I've been definitely definitely groped by by some older women in Roswell. The money's good though, so you know, stick with it. Yeah, <laughs> stick with it. You know, it's not that bad of a casualty. But dude, Roswell people. Just places that have money, like they just do things a little differently. Yeah, man. Yeah. When you get when you got a bunch of money, man, that means you you got a bunch of time to do weird shit. You know what I'm saying? People with with money got a bunch of time to do weird, you know, extracurricular activities. Yeah. So yeah, like you know, doing you might, cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah, doing cocaine. You know, having some girl chained up in your basement. They do crazy <laughs> shit, man. I mean, Whoa. that's just what they do, bro. That's what they do. They do wild shit. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, What'd like, you say? working, working oh, in a couple restaurants on Roswell. <laughs> yeah, working, working in a couple restaurants on Roswell. I've, I've found that there's a certain clientele that just do not care, and they're, they're trying to have a good time. Maybe not the morally right time and best decisions, but they are definitely trying to have a good time with their middle-aged lives. I didn't know if you wanted to mention that, uh, you told me that story about that bathroom attendant. Oh, bro. <laughs> All right. So, this really, there's this really popular, uh, pretty much restaurant bar that I work, uh, that I used to work at, but I went in there the other day. And so they do like live music Thursday through mm-hmm. uh, Saturday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and at night, there's this bathroom attendant there. He's got like, he's got a whole suitcase. So he's just posted up in the bathroom, whole suitcase, handing out paper towels after you wash, wash your hands and stuff, making sure people, I guess, aren't like dying or doing, you know, debauchery or debauchery in, uh, in the bathrooms. Cause it used to be bad when I worked there, it was bad. Like people were doing some crazy heinous things in there. Um, but so I don't know if he's associated with the restaurant or whatnot, um, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's got like, he's got everything in there. He's got Tylenol, hand wipes, hand sanitizer, uh, fucking condoms. You, 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 you name it, bro. This man's probably got it on him. 
And I'm like, so like when I first walked in there, because I'm like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom, whatever. I walked in, I was like, what the hell? I'm like, is this just like a homeless man posted up or something? Or someone trying to like, <laughs> but, I, but I, he, I guess he just works with them. And I'm like, that's crazy that you have this bathroom attendant in here. And, you know, your whole day is, your, your whole nights consist of just making sure that your people are straight in the bathroom. And you just handing, you know, all these drunk people going up might have to throw up in the stall or whatever. You just sit there. You deal with that. That's like, I mean, someone's got to do it. So I guess you know, you built for it. You know, he probably got some like he's like, hey, y'all, y'all want some blow on the low? You know, you got all that stuff. Yeah, man. I think you should. All, I think every restaurant should have an in-house drug dealer. Every restaurant should have an in-house drug dealer. I think every restaurant does have an in-house drug dealer, except yeah. for except for the one I'm at. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Maybe that not that I know of though. Not that I know of. I got to find that out. Yeah, man. We had, I mean, we're going to, we're going to start, guy. We had what, two, three? Yeah, like three yeah, pretty man. much. I mean, yeah, I don't want to, you know, incriminate anybody. But yeah, we're not incriminating anyone at all, but I mean, shoes, you know, some people, some people right, got yeah. it. Some, some people, you know, they had second jobs, you know, and, <laughs> and those jobs were distributing narcotics. And <laughs> not necessarily legal, but, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to knock it. Yeah, man. You got to feed people's habits, you know? You gotta, you, you gotta give the people what they want. And if the that's want what drugs, they want, that's what he like. I'm providing a service, all right. This is America. I can do what I want. Yeah, they're like you. Yeah, you, you, you got this restaurant. You giving out food. I can't fucking give out drugs. I can't sell drugs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro. The worst was uh. The worst was when um. Just all the all the nicotine fiends, man. So you know when all the high schools come in, you're like, y'all got Nick. Y'all got Nick. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. y'all don't shut the hell up. DJ, DJ, you got you got some money so I can get some Nick. I'm like, you work, <clears throat> you have a job, <laughs> use your paycheck. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I felt like that was worse. I, I really felt like that was worse because like people be going through it, like them, them pops and stuff, or like the the jewels and everything like that. You know, like yeah. I, I mean, more with like the high schoolers for sure. Like that that stuff was like crack for them. No, yeah, that that nicotine is a uh, it's a hell of an addiction. I, I now I will say though, I mean it does, like, oh yeah, I, I remember, I remember. But there's nothing, you know. I'm not knocking anybody for it. Like, I'm clean, I don't guys. Care if you smoke. I'm clean. I don't care no, if you smoke or you jewel or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has their own vice. But it, I, it is better, I guess, than like cigarettes because people were just able to like, oh, let me just hit it real quick in the corner and I'm that good. Shit, you know? That shit ain't better than cigarettes because they don't even they don't even have enough like fucking evidence to really tell like what is well there's no evidence long term you it's, know what i'm saying because it's, it's, like, still, it's still new but it gets their addiction or not addiction but addiction yes but like you know when you need it like at least like you can just hit it right there in the corner you're not leaving a whole bunch of smoke kind of smells good or whatever and you're good as opposed to like i gotta go get a cigarette and then i gotta go out back and sit out there for like 10 minutes you know yeah yeah that's true too and then you also look like a fucking uh, asshole when you hit a vape for some reason. I always felt like a fucking dickhead <laughs> when I hit a vape. It's just something like, something corny about it. It's just, it's just like, go smoke a fucking cigarette. You look like a bitch. That's how I felt <laughs> about my. I'm talking about myself. That's how I felt right. about myself. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, what are you doing? Just go smoke a fucking cigar. Smoke a fat ass cigar and say, fuck it. Hey, man. I love my cigars though. That's one thing I do enjoy. I love a nice cigar. I got one downstairs actually. 
but uh, yeah, won't be able to take it. Won't be able to get it till till I uh, till I uh, won't be able to hit that cigar until probably tonight. Oh, there's a cigar lounge I got to take you to in Alpharetta uh, mm-hmm. called Cutters. Gotta go. It's awesome. Definitely a lounge. Like I, I wanted to probably get more into like that's a lounge culture, man. So like cigar lounges are a lot more classier than you know like a hookah lounge or whatnot, which I'm okay mm-hmm. with. I like classier stuff. Maybe because I'm bougie. I don't know. I don't want to classify myself as bougie because I can live anywhere and just like I'm, I'm straight. But yeah. I do enjoy cigars. You know, I don't like hookah. I think hookah is just terrible. I get a uh, you know nicotine sickness pretty quick because that's like smoking like what like five packs of cigarettes in like one sitting. I don't know. They said like ten thousand cigarettes in that fucking Truth commercial. They said some ridiculous. Whenever I see that damn Truth commercial that they had out. Truth is it truthful? I think just truth, uh, the anti-tobacco or yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck. But it, are, but yeah. are those facts truth? Because then technically you can sue them because they're not telling they the truth. They say they they on TV, man. They say they true. So all I can do. You is know how many things on TV that are? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's how that's how it works. Oh, you're on TV, so you got to be telling the truth. Yeah, that's like people that like that'll read some on the internet, but they're like, oh, I, I read it on the internet. I'm like, bitch, I, I could write something on the internet. It don't mean it's fucking true. People do this yeah, shit all the uh, time, man. They're like, oh, well, I read, I, I saw this YouTube video. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I just, I kind of want to go into like the, like the, the, uh, that like lounge rest, like, like a, a lounge style, see what that is like, you know, working like that. Um, probably not one of these like nightclubs or anything. I could care less. I'm a dude. I'm not going to make any money doing anything. So. I mean, I could be like a bouncer or a bar back, but yeah, man. I can get a shot for nobody. Sell drugs Not right now. The, the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Make some money. Yeah. yeah, lots of money. And the next thing you know, you can like undercover. He's like, he's like Atlanta PD undercover. I'll be like, damn, that's crazy. Would you call? Would you call that like working in a nightclub? Like as a like a bouncer? Like is that a form of hospitality? Uh, I mean. Yeah, you got to be hospitable. You got to make sure, hey, you know, and got to make sure no one's walking in with uh, something they shouldn't have. And you get yeah. to look at all the fine women. Yeah, if you're a little bit bigger, they're always going to be like, man, you should be a bouncer. They always, 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 dude. All the time, man. Like, you you a big dude. Like, you're not saying that to a to homeboy right here. He's like, oh, well, you know, he, he seems like he has a white-collar job. But yeah. you, you, on the other hand... Pipsqueak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can do it. I mean, also, you see, like, the, like a lot of these smaller security guys, but you know, they they be making sure they know they they got the strap on. They have it on the yeah. very front, so I'm like, you know, yeah. size does matter. Yeah, they have a fucking AK across their chest. <laughs> Tell me, man, these security guards they be having all types of vests, hell of fucking guns, act like they're about to go to war. And nothing happens. It could be a very uneventful night. That's hospitality, though, right? That's hospitality. <laughs> you got to make sure that everybody's straight out there. Some, you better be getting paid a lot of money. Some aggressive-ass hospitality. But it's hospitality. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I guess, I guess, like, being a bouncer at a lounge or whatnot or a club, that's, that, that counts as the industry. You know, they still got odd hours of the day that they got to work and stuff like that, so... 
Oof. I wonder how much they get paid though, because like, are they getting paid? Because I mean, if I've got it, especially like, say I'm in Miami or like in Atlanta yeah. or whatever, like I got to get paid like a, a premium to I be feel doing like, that. Yeah, I feel like if you at like an exclusive, like one of them popular ass clubs or something like that, and like, a, I, I won't, I won't even say because I feel like out here, I don't think so. Maybe in Miami, maybe L.A., maybe New York. I feel like Atlanta. I feel like it's still like. You probably won't get paid as much as they would in those other cities, those other major cities. Right? Oh yeah, so. probably not. But I mean, I'm trying to think of like the last time some some incident. I don't know. You you bouncers out here, man. You just making bread, making a lot of money. Don't you know? I don't fucking know shit. Just let me know if y'all do. If you got something to say, be like just just be like, no, I I make like fifty dollars an hour. Shit. <laughs> You're like, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah. For you, bro. Putting, putting, putting your life on the line for 50, 50 an hour. Hey. <laughs> you know, you got to make sure you're like, hey, no red shoes, no blue shoes, no white shoes. No hats, <laughs> no sweatpants, no hoodies. They just start fucking. Yeah. I'm like, like, just put a list on, on the door at least so I know. What, <laughs> like, oh, no man, blacks. I'm like, no, no tennis shoes, <laughs> no fucking. <laughs> No blacks. Just just put no blacks and you'll make it easy. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, um, also, if you're listening on uh, not YouTube or Spotify and you just hear the audio, we are we are two black men, so we can say that. Yeah. We just Afri- sound African American. Yeah, African American. Which I mean, I just I just call myself black at this point because like ain't no African in me right now, other than my origins, I guess, from my ancestors. <laughs> I feel like it's a big difference, man. I feel like it's a big difference. We'll get in that another time. I'm trying to think, man. I, I got to work at four today. I'm trying, I'm like, I think I have a, I think I have like the dream squad um, working with me tonight. So I'm, that's why I'm actually excited to go. Um, I'm always excited to go to work every day. Love my job. But you know, there's certain people, there's certain people that you work with and you're like, all right. Like when you and me would work together, I'm like, oh, I got cam. All right, cool. You know, it's good. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a nice day. You're like when it was you, me, Yaz. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a good ass day. But uh, let's see, who do I got? Yeah, yeah. No, I got some. I got some good people today. You got some good. People. It's not the dreams. It's not the dream squad, but I got some good people today. So we'll take okay. it, man. We'll take it. See, it's better. I feel like I'm happier working at a place where I can like be myself, be personable. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's more laid back because it is a quote unquote sports bar because we show know, sports. It's not like you have to like, you know, hit certain points and like, you know, do like certain, I mean, of course you do certain steps of service, but right, right, right. you don't have to like fucking like almost reading from a script type shit. Right, right. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to read from a script so at all. I can be myself or whatever. Because, yeah. you know, when you're working at these fine dining places or even just like a normal restaurant, yeah. um, it's going by a script, pretty much of what you what you're told to do. Um, yeah. Best case was this Disney. You had to say things in a certain order, mm-hmm. unless the guests change. Have that. a magical time. Yeah, pretty much. I hope you have a magical have a, meal. See, we, we would say hope you have a magical day if we really hated someone. <laughs> uh, uh, like, unless you're like that type of person that's just strictly. That means you hope they like fall off that. the ride. They yeah, fall, pretty they much. Fall off just, yeah. 
fall yeah. fucking splash. Yeah, when they're just when, when they're just horrible, which is just like horrible, horrible people, and you're like, yeah. have a magical day, and that that's pretty much like your version. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah, just go off yourself. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the version of it. But that's how we could say it in the nicest way possible. But you know, you had a script that you had you had your steps of service that you had to go by, like one, two, three, four, five. And then after that, you can kind of go off the books a little bit. Um, do you think some of those, like, uh, the, the mad, uh, mad, what do you call them? The mask guys? The people that dress up in the suits, the cartoon, the fucking, what do you, yeah, what you, do you mean, call that? What do you call Oh, they're just characters. They're just characters. Characters? Yeah, yeah, the characters. You think they ever, like, like when they in those fucking suits, they ever get up to a little kid and, like, just, like, say some crazy shit that the parents can't hear? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, get right up to the really parents, wild. like, be like, Santa's not real. You're a bitch. Your your dad's a bitch. Your mom's a bitch. That'd be crazy. You think they'll? You think they do shit like that? Look around. They're like, whoa. whoa. I don't know. You know, they and can't the talk. Just, like, and they start crying. The parents just think that they're afraid of the fucking characters and shit. <laughs> that would be, be the most evil thing I've I've seen in my life. And bro, that would be hilarious if it was like like one of those character dining experiences. Because there's a few places where like characters run around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, at, at the restaurant or whatever, I, that would be hilarious if that happened. Like the moment, like you know, after afterwards they come out and they're like, "Yeah, I said some crazy, I said some crazy shit to this kid." That'd be wild. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put him, put it past me. Some people are terrible. Some people are terrible. Most people there though, they, you know, they're they're, they're okay. Now a lot of people are weird. A lot of hello. Oh, what's up? All right, welcome back, folks. Welcome back. And who do we have today? We have Caitlin. Hi. Hey. Hey. Thanks for welcome having me, Caitlin. Oh. Okay. All right, Caitlin. So, uh, you know, this is just a podcast, restaurant podcast, where we just share, you know, crazy stories, or you might just want to vent, or just talk about your experience. So if you can kind of just tell the audience what your what your background is with, with serving and bartending and whatnot, and what you've done in the industry, and then we can go okay. from there. Well, I started off waiting tables when I was like 16. Got in pretty young, and then you start learning more and more as you go. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I was in college, I started bartending at a more busy place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just got back to bartending in Midtown, but I've done catering events. I've worked at a million different restaurants. So I've seen how like corporate restaurants work and then privately owned places. And with my experience, I think management can either make or break the entire workplace because people who come in and eat, they're going to be great and they're going to be horrible. They're going to be both, and you're going to have to deal with that. But um, the management has either made or broken where I have chosen to give them my time. Gotcha. So you you said you just got back into into bartending? Uh, uh Uh-huh. How recent has that been? Literally the past week. And I absolutely love where I'm at. I love the people. It's um, in Midtown, and so far I love it. Uh, it's going really well. 
I haven't had any bad experiences with customers yet besides, you know, sometimes people be a little bit rude or yeah. Yeah. look down on great staff. Oh, yeah. But I genuinely think it should be mandatory in life that every person works a server job at some point in their life for a couple months so they can see how to treat human beings. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just servers because I'm like, there's no way that these people come in and talk to you a certain way. Like, I remember I went and greeted a table one time. And I was like, hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm going to be taking care of you. These are our specials. How are y'all doing today? And the woman looked up at me and she was like, Diet Coke. And it's like, <laughs> you don't just treat weight stuff like that. Like, I think that's it's just when you're weighing pe on people and you understand, you appreciate when people respect you. And it's almost surprising. Like, I had a table stack up their own plates and it's surprising when people are considerate, right. it's refreshing, but um, you can tell that they've served before. Oh, yeah. And it's just like that basic consideration for other human beings, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I always appreciate when people stack up plates. I'm like, oh, you work in the industry. You're like, yeah, you know, I've, I've served yeah. tables for like five years. And then the people that don't, that haven't you kind of can tell because they stack all the plates like just weird and wrong <laughs> but i'm like at least you're yeah. trying you're good people yeah i mean i don't so, i don't hold that against people at all um i just notice when people do it and i'm like you know <laughs> you <right>. know <laughs> so so what has been like your favorite restaurant experience working um you can say the place you don't have to say the place or whatnot but like um, obviously, there's good and there's bad, but I, I want to know the, uh, the most favorite restaurant that you've worked at. I have a feeling this place is going to be my favorite. Mm -hmm. I'm new. So, you know, I still, I say that right. lightly because right. I haven't got, gotten into it yet. But no I growing feel like yet. It's going to be my favorite. But my absolute favorite place that I've bartended at is called Samba Loca. It was a Brazilian steakhouse. It was privately owned. Oh, okay. We had just opened, so I was helping. I was helping their opening. Mm -hmm. So when we when we first opened, we were so busy. So the money was great, but um, the managers were just like understanding and supportive. Like instead mm -hmm. of saying like I don't know like. They weren't afraid to get their hands dirty, if that made sense. Like, oh, y'all need help taking an order. Y'all need help running food. Like, the owner would come in and help. And that was noticeable, but it was just a fun place to work. So at uh, 10, we would switch over from a restaurant, like an upscale restaurant, to a bar that would stay open until 2. And we'd have live music come in, and I would stay up there after I got off just because I liked being up there so much. <laughs> wow. But it was just, a, it was a great environment. I loved my coworkers. I loved the money I was making. Like everything, I would pick up shifts just to go get food. <laughs> but um, yeah, that has to be my favorite place for sure. And that's where you made the most money, you think? Um, probably. I don't know. Uh, I don't Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I know sometimes, like, when we think of, like, the best restaurant, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, because sometimes, like, I think the best restaurant is where I made the most money. But sometimes mm -hmm. the best restaurant could be where you had the best coworkers or just, like, just good environment. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more of I mean, happiness. 
that was my favorite job, but I also mm -hmm. made the most money there. So it was like, just, I that's what made it. If I'm making a lot of money and I hate where I'm at, like, yeah, I can, I can deal with people's crap and mm -hmm. I love the money that I'm making, but then you go home and say, and you know, you can go get that money at another restaurant. Yeah. So I don't know. The money does make it because that's what we're there for. It's mm -hmm. a job. But it's like at what expense? So right, yeah. when you have that kind of manager who is power tripping off of being a manager and then they try to make your life a living hell because what, I don't know. I, I don't know if y'all have experienced that before, but it's like if you're, I was like 10 minutes late and got taken off the schedule for the rest of the week. Damn. Oh, that's, that's wild. I quit that fucking yeah, job. And it was like, that's <laughs> They would never see. They would never see me again. Yeah, Cam, Cam always shows up ten minutes late. Never, yeah. never eleven. I was pregnant at the time. I'm just gonna put it all out there. I think Cam knows the story, but I was pregnant at the time, and I was walking to work, and I wasn't like, "Oh, poor me, I'm walking to work." Like, I didn't even tell anybody about it. I just went up there, and I was ten minutes late. And this manager, she treated the girls like really bitchy. Can I cuss mm. on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And um, she was like really nice to all the guys. So it, she just had that kind of dynamic going uh, on. Pick me manager. In, she took me no, on pick the me schedule. Manager. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> I need money. I started getting upset and I went out back and she came up to me smiling in my face. And she said, sweetie, Pregnancy isn't a fucking excuse. Did you say fucking? <laughs> Did you say fucking? Yes. Wait, that's villain arc, villain arc, villain arc. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm about to like. I went and drove Uber. I went and drove Uber, and I was done with them. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't do it. But yeah, management really I makes or breaks you. That's a crazy ass statement. But you said what? No, I said that's a crazy statement to make to someone. That's crazy to fucking say to somebody. It is. That pregnancy like, is not an excuse. It kind of is a good excuse, but I wasn't using it as an excuse. Right. So. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I've made a lot of money working catering events, but those mm -hmm. are more like gig work. So it's right. not consistent. I love doing catering events, though. They're easy. You're starting Bro, everyone treats you so nice. And everyone is above and beyond nice. And you're getting the catering jobs I've worked. Usually I'm getting paid like a base mm -hmm. of like a couple hundred dollars. So that's like, I'm like, okay, I'm going and I'm going to make $200, $300. But then they tip you so well. And yeah. I don't even like, they're not supposed to tip, but they're going to tip you. Mm -hmm. I think, I think with catering jobs, I think it's that people, they won. They don't, they not have to come in there and spend fucking money. You know what I'm saying? They're typically somebody else paid for all that shit, so they're just coming in there happy. Oh yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, <laughs> they really they're probably nicer. You said they're probably nicer. Yeah, yeah, just because they don't have to fucking spend money, they just eating free food. Yeah, it's an open bar, and they're, yeah, they they don't have bar. to spend money. They're like high off of not having to spend money, and so they exactly. end up tipping you with money. <laughs> so, but it works. All right, I, I, got, um, I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. So, so what is the 
because a lot of people that listen in on this podcast or whatnot might be new servers or bartenders or whatnot. Um, what is the key to being, especially for in your case, being a great bartender? Um, leave your personal shit at the door. You come in and I think the biggest thing, it's not even about being the best mixologist and the best bartender. It's literally interpersonal skills. I think I'm more of a therapist as a bartender than I am a drink maker, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But yeah, yeah, um, as far as like the job, it's it's a multitasking job. So I have a running to-do list in my mind and you're just thinking, what's the most efficient way to get things done? If that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Like uh, before you hopped being- on, me and Cam were talking about this guy. And uh, it's pretty much being a therapist for 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 people because people want to come up to the bar and they want to make sure that they're heard, that they feel cared about, and of course getting some great drinks. Or you know, some some dudes are kind of kind of creepy. They want to be they want to look at some nice, I guess, to be creepy dudes, yeah. man. Especially in Midtown, man. But uh, you know, it's, you're, you're a therapist though. You're a therapist first. Those guys are interested in me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not out here, but I've seen some interesting things like the guys that come in are more feminine than I am. No, well, yeah, that's Midtown for you (laughs) because I was working in Midtown. That happened a lot. I was like, yeah, that's this. This is this is it. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. It's a good crowd. And um yeah, so going back to like being successful at bartending, interpersonal skills are very important, but obviously you don't want to completely not know what you're doing behind mm-hmm. the bar. But you don't have to like go for me, I, you don't have to go home and like study recipes. Like I was doing that when I first started and I was like trying to memorize all these recipes and then I went in and the girl like one of my friends was like, "Girl, I've been bartending for 3 years and I'm still looking up how to make drinks on my phone." <laughs> like you just make it. It's just about making God, it. Damn, work. three years. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't memorize nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's not that hard. Like, don't overthink it. I think that's where I went. Uh, that's where I've kind of gotten in my own way before. Is I've overthought things, and it's really mm-hmm. just like having a good time, hosting a good time. And along the way, you learn how to, like, perfect your drink making without even looking. It's like driving mm-hmm. a car, you know? Right. But I, I will say, like, with, with waitressing and with bartending, it's been a really good networking tool. So a lot of servers and bartenders um, are doing that to support a bigger vision or to do that while they're going through school. And it's a great place to talk about like, hey, this is what I do. This, you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. And I've made some crazy, like, godsend connections off of tables I've had, off of people I've had at the bar. And just me, because I used to be extremely introverted. I still am, but I learned how to kind of turn on it, turn it on and turn it off. Right. And I used to want to, like, kind of not deal with the people at the bar as much as possible. But I learned, yeah. like, okay, I'm here. I'm sitting here and then, so we might as well just talk. Like if you need to vent and you need therapy, we can do that. 
you know, or you strike up a conversation. Yesterday, I met um, someone who owns a restaurant depot right up the street. So it's just like different little connections that you may make with like whatever fits into what you're trying to do. And I have other friends who have like catering businesses, certain things, and I immediately think of them like, oh, we have somebody that we know over here. You just make connections. You have your face known. You put your best foot forward and you could get a whole, you could get your dream job out of that. But I, yeah. I just talked to somebody who's been in IT for his entire life mm -hmm. and he told me he's like the top in his company and he said if he could go back and pick any job like he would quit his job and go back to bartending like he wants to retire oh, wow. and go back to bartending wow um my aunt said the same thing she makes two hundred thousand dollars a year and she wants to be a bartender she but does, making two hundred thousand uh, dollars as a bartender that's what she would want <laughs> it's i mean i would hope right place if you're at the like a the right club or whatever it's not out of reach no. but she's been doing like outpatient physical therapy she has a two thousand that's what she makes like she mm. knows she's making that much with mm. uh bartending you might make three hundred dollars one night four hundred dollars one night and you're like oh, okay let me go spend this because i'm gonna make that again on friday friday you might make twenty dollars yeah you're just so, like damn no, I mean, you can definitely make a, I've seen it, I've experienced, you can definitely make six figures as a uh, server bartender. Yeah, people, uh, like, you really can, like, people are pulling up to their job in foreign cars to go bartend, like, bartenders make really good money, especially, you just have to get in at the right place. Right. Mm -hmm. The moment you're in at the right place is everything. <laughs> right, Yeah. Because if you're, I bartended in a place where I maybe made a hundred a night, and I've bartended at places where you can make seven hundred a night, and you can right. expect a minimum three. So it's like you just gauge what's best for you. See, I don't know you're about not, that. And I get into restaurants, and it's like people are they they're like, oh, I, I want to leave. Everyone's like, I hate it here. I want to leave. And mm -hmm. when I say that, I mean it. So then I go do that. Yeah. But I, I see them kind of comfortably uncomfortable because they know the system, they know the menu, and they stay there. And I'm like, don't. Exactly. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, you can go get hired on the spot at a place where you're making a lot more money. Right. But, uh, six yeah. figures is definitely attainable as a bartender at the right place. Definitely at the right place, though. I mean, because some places, like when me and Cam were at Stockyard, we're, we're shitting on Stockyard a lot. But, with, you know, we weren't making, like, we knew we weren't going to make, like, hundreds of dollars being behind the bar. Like, mm -mm. I mean, you would you yeah. can make, like, 100 150 whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I mean you, you, like, for the most part, yeah, behind that bar, you definitely make, like, $100. But, like. Which is not fucking great. Yeah. But, you know. Right. But at the time, we are like, oh, this isn't that bad. And now we're at places. Up, you said. I said a hundred is like, like I'm not gonna leave feeling like crap about it. I'm like, okay, I cleared a, at least I cleared a hundred, you know? Yeah. Right, but when you're bartending now, like my standard for bar is like, all right, two hundred. My standard for serving is if it's not a morning, it's one fifty minimum. Um, but that's yeah. because I'm very, you know, I, I like to upsell. I'm very good at what I do. I take mm -hmm. pride in what I do. So I'm like, I have to clear one fifty mm -hmm. every night. Um, shoot, I mean, I worked a super slow morning yesterday and I still cleared 150. So, you right. know, 
it's it's yeah i mean that last table i talked about uh cam definitely helped me out because with the 50 dollar tip because i mean it would have been 100 just flat probably like 110 which isn't bad for like only having about like seven tables in the morning Mm -hmm. yeah that's what's up but like you like knowing your worth like you said you take pride in what you do knowing your worth and not settling that like in life but that applies to everything in life like with your job too like go where you're taking care of yourself go where you're appreciated where you're valued Mm -hmm. where you don't feel like you're selling yourself short because there are too many places where a 150 lunch minimum like like that's the standard that you're holding for yourself and i don't think you should compromise that and if some place can't do that for you go to a place that can yeah Yeah, get the fuck out of there (laughs) get the fuck out of there (laughs) for real y'all are both the east the east cob stockyard oh yeah that was was (laughs) yeah that's where we were at yeah that's where we were at I mean, it's closed down. I don't fucking care. Either way, even yeah. if it wasn't, I, see, we wouldn't care. But, you know, yeah, that's where we were at. Yeah. But the the city, I think that's more where six-figure incomes are happening. Oh, yes. Even though that's East Cobb, it's like a rich area. It's just there's so much more traffic in the city with tourists and mm-hmm. people just mm-hmm. warming. So. Especially if you're at, like, a high-dollar place. You said what? Especially if you're a high dollar place or like even like for me, like somewhere along the belt line, because when I was living downtown, I was in Old Fourth Ward, had a really nice apartment, whatnot. Um, and mm-hmm. I worked at a brewery a couple of blocks away from Ponce. And like I was making bank all the time, even if it was slow, I was still making really good money. Um, mm-hmm. So and I'm in Roswell now, which is I don't have to work as late and I still make about the same amount of money, which is nice. So, yeah. Um, it really just depends on the clientele, but like you have to go and know what you want. So like, if I need, if I know I need to make over a grand a week, go towards those jobs that you can make a grand a week at and, and be realistic right. with yourself. Like, don't be the type of person that's like, Oh, I don't have this. Or like, if you know, you don't have the skill sets right now to manage a high volume place, or you're not as versed in fine dining or whatnot, you can learn. Right. And you can shoot your shot. I would always shoot your shot, but well, like, not, right. Not set these expectations. Just right. start with mastering your craft. Yeah. So, but I think the best no. best tip I have for someone that's new, um, bank like use that. Like, if you're messing up, tell them, "Hey, I'm new." Like, make a joke, and then oh, yeah. whatever you did wrong. Blame right. it on the kitchen. It's my second day. Blame it, it on the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a table today that said you forgot. I said, "Oh, they're still working on the the chicken quesadilla," and he was like, "You forgot to put it in, didn't you?" And I was like, "I totally did," and I'm so sorry, you know. But it was the fact that I wasn't trying to like cover it up and like be perfect. He understood. He was a server too, so that's the only way I got caught. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's how it was. Uh, me and my family went out to dinner the other day, and uh, so we ordered like first course kind of meal, and then we're like, all right, we're getting to like our entrees and whatnot because mm-hmm. we ordered like a lot of appetizers or whatever. And so she was about to be like, yeah, is this something like you know one check or whatever? Like, well, we still haven't got the rest of our food, and she's like, oh, let me go check in the back, and she's like, yeah, they're working on it right now and everything. I'm like, 
damn, it's crazy because if I wasn't a server, I definitely wouldn't have known that uh, you forgot a whole second order that's going to raise your check by at least 50 bucks. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and then where I'm at right now, we can add gratuity on any table. Which so must some restaurants. Nice. Yes. So, and we're like, it's a Mexican spot, but it's in the middle of Midtown. So it's, it is kind mm. of expensive for what it is. Okay. <clears throat> the drinks are expensive. The food's expensive, but we can add the eight, like on any table, whether it's a party of one, a party of six. Bro. So, oh. You feel it's not working out like y'all know you can kind of feel the vibe you can right. do that and i had a table the other day they got transferred to me and uh the server that had them before me already put gratuity it's 18 percent okay and it was on a, like a 120 bill so i was gonna like i was like i'm gonna be okay with that but then when i went over there and i talked to the girls like hey are y'all from atlanta what are y'all doing here what's going on like i got a rapport with them they ended up leaving me a $20 tip on top of being the gratuity. So it's just like, don't brush it off. Like I hate being at work, like be there and be present and like mm -hmm. talk to these people. Cause mm -hmm. you're, you might stereotype the wrong people, you know, and just that stereotype <laughs> yeah. alone, I'll be like, oh, they're treating me like I'm not going to tip them. So I'm not going to tip them. And yeah, I would you know? Yeah, you gotta let it play out, man. Like through the entire. I mean, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. you gotta let it play Other out. Other times, sometimes. I know. <laughs> some people could just, you know, like you had a rest in bitch face, where they just fucking, they might not be mad at you, and they still gonna, you know, help you out at the end. So yeah. you never know, I've man. Seen a chase a table to their car because they about some money. Oh, see, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing that, bro. Like that's that's doing the most. I'm not. Oh no, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, some people just don't have money and they want to flex or whatever. They want to have a good time and they don't understand. Or they might be foreign. I'm not chasing anyone out to their car because they didn't tip. Like, it, the, that sucks. Like, on to the next, you know? Yeah, at the end of the There's day, like, we know what we know what we signed up for. Yeah, that comes we with signed the territory. Up, yeah, exactly. So you, you have people that aren't going to tip, and that's fine. Like, I had this guy come in. He's part of a wedding party last, mm. uh, yeah, a couple days ago. Or, like, what was it, Saturday? Yeah, he bought like five Jaeger bombs, five Irish car bombs, and a couple more shots. Tab was like one fifty something. Left me okay. nothing. Now left me nothing. Damn. But I was like, but I mean, and I get it. I get it. It's shots. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm like, I get it. It's shots, whatever. And you know, you were having a good time with your homeboys. You're probably already drunk or whatever. Um, and he probably looked at that tab and was like, "What the hell am I doing?" Because we've all had that moment. Like I went yeah. when I went to the battery the other day. I'm like five green tea shots and one royal flush or whatever. And I looked at that tab. I was like, dang. I'm like, that's 80 bucks right there. I'm like, what? Like, damn, who drank all this? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm still going to tip because, you know, you got someone making that or whatever. And some people just don't understand right. that. You know, they're like, oh, well, you know, you're not really doing too much. So, yeah. 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 Calls, but then that's why I say I feel like it should be mandatory, like part of high school curriculum or something for like everyone to work as a server or a bartender or something to understand we get paid two dollars an hour we're so not making long, money how long, I'm just, I'm how just long would you everybody i don't even care <laughs> so how long do you think they should they should work as a server for if you think it should be mandatory at least like three months because i've seen people i've seen people come in and it's like they can't so they're gone in a week they're like i can't right. do it i can't do it and it's um 
if they get to that point, I feel like that's a good learning experience because it humbles you to oh, yeah. what is, what all is going on behind the scenes. Like, like waitressing and serving, I get it. Like, it's something anybody could do, but it is not an easy job. Like, it's easy, but it's very physically demanding. Like, you're on your feet all day. You're dealing with people's shit all day. I think the good tables, the good parties, more than make up for the bad ones. So I enjoy it, but you're putting all your energy out there. There's all this side work. Like y'all know, like we work hard, like you're sore, you're tired when you get off. So it, it, it's physically demanding. It's not just an easy job. No, no, not at all. Well, I do have to eventually get ready for work. Um, I really do appreciate you, Caitlin, coming on to the podcast. Thank yeah. you, Cam, for the little connection Another, there. Got a little insight here. Another last-minute guest. We're going to be more organized with this shit Oh, yeah, trust soon, me. So. Way more organized. Yeah. <laughs> but thank but, you for having me. Oh, uh, before, you, before you leave, uh, we want to let the guests, uh, they can promote any endeavors or other businesses that they have. And, you know, you throw your socials up there, too. So just let us know okay. what you got going on besides working at a restaurant. Yes. So I just started doing fitness classes at Piedmont Park. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at activateatl888 or at at don't be thirsty. That's the fitness page. So I, I promote. Oh, I thought you was telling telling it. dudes not to be fucking thirsty. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah, all right. No, I'm telling everybody. I'm everybody. We're, we need to be, drink more water and we need to not be thirsty in every sense of the phrase. That's what my oh, yeah. fitness brand is supporting. Fuck with that. I love that. Awesome. But yeah. I have a fitness event this Friday at 10 at Piedmont Park. So anyone who's interested, follow me on Instagram and I'll be posting more information about that. Cool. Awesome. Well, we're going to make sure we put that down in the description of everything. Hmm? But that's going to be coming eventually. You said what's coming? Yeah. Her own bartending business. No, I said business. I was a mobile bartending business. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, money. So, that's good money. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Well, appreciate it. Yeah, we're we're going to make sure we put those socials yeah, out there for you. I have one more app for you guys. One more app that. for people to that, follow. That, that, that. Um, it's at, <laughs> while I'm here, I'm going to get it out there. At Floats Best Catering on Instagram. Floats. It's a catering best company. Catering. Floats. Like you're floating. Floats no. Best Catering. It's a Just... catering company I've been working for. They're yeah. up and coming. And um, they're doing big things. So I think they're definitely someone to look out for in the Atlanta scene with catering okay. and events. All right. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. Take, make sure you text me those those ads too so I can uh, put in the description. Um, okay. I'll but yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Caitlin. Uh, you know, DJ. It was a great episode again. Uh, and we want to thank you folks for tuning in to Food, Food. And, and Mayhem. Let's go. Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Everyone, enjoy your day. Enjoy the Wednesday. We are one day away from June. So peace out. Peace. All right.